welcome foolish mortals to All Hallows Always. Where one night of Halloween just isn't enough. We're your hosts, Jason. And Emily. And we're here to guide you through the darkness of all things Halloween. There are 25 days left until Halloween. It's pretty exciting. In tonight's episode, this is our very first episode of All Hallows Always, and we're going to be doing a uh, sort of a kind of introduction, an interview between Emily and myself. We're gonna, we have a few questions planned out, and we're going to answer those questions to the best of our ability. They're just about us and our interests in Halloween and horror culture as it pertains to our lives. So we're just going to jump right on into it. What do you say? Sounds good. Brilliant. All right. So first of all, Emily, what is your favorite Halloween memory from the past, from a long time ago or from recently? Favorite Halloween memory? Well, that's a tough one, but um, I have a lot of good Halloween memories. Always loved Halloween. Uh, I guess my favorite overall memory would be that my mother and I always made my own costume. Never had a store-bought costume. Other than that, I would say the most fun Halloween memory that I ever had was, uh, I was probably 14 or maybe 13 and, uh, went to a neighbor's house and, you know, trick-or-treating and could have sworn that it was a dummy or a statue. Uh, and we debated this for some time. It was dressed like a witch and, uh, we approached it cautiously, pretty, pretty sure it was a dummy. Took some candy from the bowl, and uh, it attacked. Oh my. Reached out and grabbed you. Well, not just grabbed. Started tickling. Oh my. It was awful. Yikes. Yeah, that's terrifying. (laughs) But it was a lot of fun, and I guess that sort of um, started the idea in my head that um, that would be me someday. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. Torturing the neighborhood children with my tickly, witchy fingers. <laughs> you probably don't want to touch the kids nowadays. Lost no, it's a, yeah, lost yeah. Yeah. Sad days. Anyway, for my uh, <laughs> favorite Halloween memory, a little bit of background. My father was a theater tech major in college. And so he has always been really good at costuming and makeup and making sure that the dramatic effect of everything is perfect. Uh, we lived in Atlanta for a couple of years in my childhood. And one year, we had, a, I mean, we had a very steep driveway in Atlanta. While my mom was out with my sisters and myself trick-or-treating, my dad left a candy bowl on a table at the top of the driveway. Well, the garage was off to the side, and he had decked himself out in his best Satan garb. <laughs> he was wearing a dark black suit, the black shirt, and a bright red tie, and a shiny red cape. He painted his face red, and he has a, a black goatee and black wavy hair. And he had these woochy horns coming out of his forehead. And also, my dad smokes like a chimney, so that's that added to the effect. So these kids would come by, trick-or-treating, you know. They're running along in their packs, and they see this bowl of candy sitting up at the top of the driveway. And they're like, score! Yeah, I candy. know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would run up there, and they'd start digging their hands into it. Then my dad would just start... <laughs> and he would walk out of the darkened garage, wreathed in smoke, just this <laughs> devilish thing walking out of the darkness. The kids would soil themselves and take off running down the driveway. It was the best thing ever. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Halloween was a good time at our house. 
Speaking of good times at your house, what was your favorite Halloween costume from the past? Well, like I said, my mother and I always made my costume. Um, we had just never had a store-bought costume, so um, I was about 15, and we had made me into a zombie bride. Nice. Now, what we used, uh, this was kind of interesting because rather than actually sewing it this year, we we used uh, sort of found material. So um, my, my mom had a dress in the closet that belonged to a great, great aunt of mine, and it was her coming out dress, which was... You know, I mean, nobody, nobody does that anymore, but it's yeah. kind of a, a, you know, a rite of passage for young girls. Sure. And it, I mean, it, it's always a white dress, um, sort of the um, early American equivalent of a quinceanera. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, it, you know, it fit my little 15-year-old self. I tried it on. It fit beautifully. Nice little white dress. I looked like a little bride, which was kind of the point. <laughs> And then we, you know, rolled it around in the mud and Doused smeared in, some <laughs> in blood and gore. And... Yeah, well, yeah, we we smeared some um, some grass on it and some moss, and oh, made it nice. look like I'd been in the ground. Uh, we messed up my hair, put dead flowers in my hair. Oh, that's cool. Paled my face. Uh, yeah, it was it was really fantastic, and nice. I looked like I was dead. I looked undead. <laughs> that's awesome. And. Uh, Walked around the neighborhood that way, and it was the best Halloween ever. That was a great nice. costume. I mean, that's overall a great memory, too. Yeah. So. I, uh, I've had some pretty memorable costumes myself. Um, I've done a lot of zombie stuff just in the past, and um, I was Two-Face a couple years ago from Batman. Took two suits and cut them down the middle and then sewed them back together. It was a gray one and a black one. So it was the, the bike suit, just two pieces of suit. What did you do with the other half of the suit? I think I threw them away. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I could have made one that was opposite, but yeah. I didn't see the need for that. Anyway, <laughs> um, my two favorite costumes are actually costumes of the same character. Uh, the first time I was this character, it was 1999, right after The Phantom Menace had come out. <laughs> and my favorite character from Star Wars The Phantom Menace is Darth Maul, of course. Because he's just awesome. Darth Maul's fantastic. Sure. And it was 1999. I was maybe 15 at that point. It was 7th grade. Anyway, yeah. we my my dad got me the costume. We did buy the costume from the store, but you know, it was re- it looked really good. And he bought me the double-bladed lightsaber. I had the whole thing. <laughs> but the best part of it was it didn't have a mask. It had a skull cap that had the horns coming out of it and was already black and red in the pattern. And my dad painted the rest of my face. To be Darth Maul. So Wonderful. It wasn't like the other kids that were running around the neighborhood in these cheesy plastic masks. I was Darth Maul. <laughs> and then... It's your first cosplay experience. <laughs> absolutely. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then... Not my last, though. Uh-huh. And then the second time I was Darth Maul was my own doing. It was my senior year of college, and my roommate and I decided that the cover... The, the the DVD cover for episode two of Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi looks really glam in it because he's got this big quaff of hair and he looks very shiny standing yeah. on the cover of that, that DVD box. And so my, my, my friend decided to go as glam rock Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Well, I couldn't be upstaged, so I decided to be Glamrock Darth Maul. I made my costume myself. It was shiny black and shiny purple. It came up <laughs> very, very high on myself, and I was wearing black tights and big old combat boots. And my face I painted myself this time, but not black and red like Darth Maul. It was silver and bright pink. It was fantastic. <laughs> I got down into the Halloween party in our dorm, and everybody just started clapping and cheering. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Halloween isn't all about costumes and decorating and, you know, being spooky one night of year. What are your favorite scary things? Like scary movies, scary books, scary video games? That's a long list. It is. Okay. And there's a lot of choices in lists. Well, there there is. Okay. So, <clears throat> I guess uh, the first book that really scared me was uh, When the Wind Blows by James Patterson. Okay. And the, the reason for that is, I mean, it's not a, it's not an especially scary book. Um, it's intense, but not scary, so, so to speak. Sure. But there is a there's a scene where they walk into uh, essentially a warehouse full of science experiments, uh, human science experiments, and mostly on children. Oh, yeah, Ooh, creepy kids. So, are the worst. well, it goes beyond that. So there's uh, an entire ward of uh, experimental, um, genetically experimented on oh. babies. Oh, no. And um, a lot of them d uh, do not have faces and or their skin is coming off of them. Ooh, yeah, it's... Very it's it, the imagery... Dead spacey. Is, is terrifying. Ooh. So I guess that was the first book that really scared me. I, I, I but, it. Um, yeah. but I always loved, you know, the classics. Um, Frankenstein sure. is wonderful. And... For, well, there was a time where, you know, I didn't have my teddy bear anymore, so I actually, you know, being the nerd that I am, uh, slept with a book in my bed, and that book was Phantom of the Opera. Bravo. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of my favorites. That was my teddy bear book. It's <laughs> a good, scary book. I, I cuddled up to it every night. Nice. It's, you know, I don't know, I guess it made me feel, feel safe. Yeah, sure. some bizarre, probably twisted reason. I mean, it's yeah, it's the Phantom. How could you not feel <laughs> safe in his arms? Sure. <laughs> uh, books for me, I... The, my favorite horror novel is the classic Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that's um, a good one. I did a big old book report on it in, in high school, and everybody else was doing these cheesy, dumb like, teeny books, and I was doing Dracula. <laughs> it was kind of my English teacher that year was Pretty impressed. Uh, but most recently, my favorite horror novel, I suppose you could say, is Max Brooks' World War Z. Okay. Um, very, it's the vignette style. It's kind of, you know, found. It's it's almost a found footage for books. Okay. You know, it's yeah. got news stories and personal accounts and interviews. Fantastic book. Horrible film. <laughs> the movie was crap. I chose not to see it. Yeah, I didn't. I've not. Don't waste your time. Uh, speaking of films, what's your favorite scary movie? Okay. Uh, so first of all, favorite Halloween-themed movie. Okay. And then favorite scary movie. Because not uh, all okay, scary movies all right, are Halloween. All right. So, 
a Halloween themed <clears throat> movie. Um, uh, oddly enough, I would say my 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 overall my overall favorite would have to be Arsenic and Old Lace. Okay. Um, because I really I really just love that, and that was kind of my first love. Sure. But um, as an adult, I would say the one that I watched the most as far as a Halloween-themed movie, would be The Nightmare Before Christmas. As an adult. As an adult. You go from the live-action movie to Well, Well, (laughs) see, I fell in love with Arsenic and Old Lace when I was a child, which, you know, what's not to love? I mean, it's not only a movie adaptation of a play, and what child doesn't love that? Um, But it's, you know... No, what child doesn't love that? I'm I'm serious. Okay. (laughs) But it's also... Old ladies who kill people. And that's just fun for the whole family. Of course. You know? Yeah. But then as an adult, um, the the animated film, The Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, I mean, Disney. But also Danny Elfman. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. the, I mean, the, those, are, those are really good. As far as scary movies... Um, I would, I would have to say the Hellraiser collection uh-huh. is really, really good. So I really love those. Even the, even the bad ones like Deader. Deader. <laughs> um, but there's, there's a lot of other films out there that I feel like need a good honorable mention. Cause there's, there's a, there's a third genre that we're not talking about. We're not talking about Halloween movies, nor horror, like scary movies, uh-huh. but, um, the, the sort of horror comedy. And then yep. you have to talk about Shaun of the Dead. Oh, absolutely. And, um... Uh, Otis. Otis. Ugh. Yes. That is... That movie is not meant to be taken seriously. That movie's screwed up. Yes, it is. Um, and, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. What a good movie! What a great movie! It's so good. <laughs> so, I feel like all of those deserve mentioning. Fair enough. And we will definitely get into more of those as this podcast series goes on, Absolutely. we will have episodes dedicated probably to each one of those movies. <laughs> They're just great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Halloween movie. That is a big... That's a tall order, because there are so many good Halloween-themed movies. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is Hocus Pocus. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Hocus Pocus is so good. And there's rumors that there's a sequel that's being made, or that's going to be made. Okay. I don't know if that's going to happen, and I don't know if I wanted to. Yeah. I have mixed emotions. Focus, but Ben Midler. Come on. Even (laughs) if it does have Sarah Jessica Parker. She looks like a foot. (laughs) (laughs) But then there's a couple other less known Halloween movies. Uh, There's one called Under Wraps. It was a Disney movie about a mummy. Uh, Or these kids find a mummy, and he becomes their best friend. It's it's kind of endearing, but it's also... one of the most vivid, scary images I have from my childhood came from that movie. There's a scene at the beginning where the main character is sitting in a movie theater and he's watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And in this horror movie, it's a movie within a movie, a knife, uh, like a, a steak knife, falls into a sink where the disposal's running. Uh-huh. And so the blade is sticking up and whirling about. And there's a lady freaking out because she doesn't know how to get the knife. And then a monster jumps through the window and shoves her face down onto this swirling knife in the garbage disposal. Of course. This is a, this is a Disney movie. It doesn't show you that scene. <laughs> I mean, it cuts to the kid watching it and the kid's got this, Ugh! 
face. Sure. But the whole movie under wraps is fantastic, and it's set around Halloween, and there's a guy that drives a hearse full of fake body parts and stuff. It's just a great movie. Um, but on top of all of that, I would have to say my favorite Halloween movie is also Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's not a, to it's, sound not to sound like an early days hot topic kid. No, it's, it's that's a genuine, genuinely good film. It is a well done film. Yes, it's well done in cinematography. It's well done in sound design mm-hmm. in concept. The music is brilliant. Just everything about that movie is movie. is a masterpiece, and it just so happens to be about Halloween. Yeah. So favorite Halloween movie, favorite scary movie. Um, there have been a lot of good ones that have come out in the last few years. Um, there's the movie The Conjuring, yeah, by the the James Wan movie. That one was really well done. The sequel to that, Annabelle, not as good. But still, still scary. It still had its moments that, mm-hmm. that made me jump. Um, I don't know. I've always been a fan of Jeepers Creepers. A good one. I don't know if I should classify that one as a horror movie, as a horror comedy. But <laughs> It's kind of halfway in between. Well, the first one was more horror. The second one was definitely horror comedy. Yeah. They went full camp on the second one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on from there. Uh... We didn't talk about video games. What's your favorite scary video game? I would have to say that I'm I I'm a big fan of Left 4 Dead. Um, good call. They're both very good. Yeah. I I think I like the first one a little bit better than I like the second one. It was you know my first Left 4 Dead love. Yeah, that's um, fair. But it's the only video game. You know I. I, I sort of feel like other zombie games, you know, you can kind of take it or leave it. And Resident Evil is famous for two things. And that is... The, Bad hitboxes? <laughs> well, no, I was going to say zombies that aren't really zombies anymore. They become monsters. Yeah. And also not being able to run and shoot. Uh, <laughs> but but you can kind of take it or leave it. I mean, those are good games. But then you have Left 4 Dead. And Left 4 Dead, you know, you have a few special infected, but mostly it's Most of what's going to kill you. Thousands. Is the horde. Of zombies. Hordes. Of just regular zombies. I love finishing the game. And they will kill you. (laughs) I love finishing the game and watching the credits crawl at the very end. It says like 1,400 zombies killed. And you're like, we killed that many? Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. It is. I, I love that game. That's I love a good it. game. Um, Left 4 Dead is way up there on my list, but as far as most favorite scary game goes, uh, I would have to go with the Silent Hill series. Those are good. Um, they are... They're creepy, and they're cerebral. They'll get under your skin. And they do have the jump factor. And they absolutely have the jump factor. The jump scares in those games are mm-hmm. just horrifying. And added on top of that is the music. Have you ever just sat down and listened to the music of those those games? Because it will scare the pants off of you. I'm sure it will. Just I mean, I've never actually sat down and listened to the music alone. Yeah. But no, yeah, I could see how that would be I'll, terrifying. I'll have to let you listen to some of that. <laughs> and I'll post some of that music uh, on Irrelevant But Awesome. But as far as it... the just overall 
just atmosphere of fear, of terror. I think the Silent Hill games just nail it. Yeah. So, so speaking of music, what kind of Halloween-themed music do you like? Ooh. Horror music. Yeah. Is not something that people attribute, kind of put into a genre by itself. But that's that's a good point. There are a lot of really great horror bands, like Guar. Mm-hmm. Guar is a fantastic horror-themed band. Um, they're pretty good. Uh, my favorite's got to be Ludo. Not a very well-known band, but L-U-D-O, Ludo. They're actually named after the monster from... Um, Labyrinth. From the Labyrinth. Yeah. They're named after Ludo, which is pretty cool. But they have songs like Skeletons on Parade, and there's a song that's all about a zombie apocalypse. Uh, they have an entire EP album that is about apocalypse. It's about the coming of the dragon. Which is awesome. So I'd, I'd have to go with Ludo as far as horror music. Okay. Well, I, you know, I guess as far as horror music, I'm, I've got to go with the Misfits. Okay. Yeah, no. I, I know that's They're like just, the originals. Yeah, that's... They I mean, they're, they're the kind horror of the, genre. <laughs> the pioneers. So, and, you know, I'm not by any means trying to inflate Glenn Danzig's ego any more than because it already is. Uh, but, but but that's truly, that's a wonderful band with some wonderful songs. But I also, as far as, I guess, goth music goes, um, and also somewhat uh, the the kind of nerdcore like crossover, uh-huh. I would have to go with Beltaire. <laughs> <laughs> um, just some really interesting stuff. A lot of goth stuff. Sure. Um, but fun stuff like zombie prostitute and uh, <laughs> dead girls, dead girls uh, also known as dead girls like me. It's so um, wrong. Yeah, good stuff though. It's really, fantastic. it's 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 humorous yeah. as well as dark, which you know I just love. <laughs> Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Weirdos. So we've talked about all the scary things. We want to talk about the scary thing. What is your favorite monster? What's your favorite? Not, 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 it could be either a group of monsters, like vampires, werewolves, zombies, blah, blah, blah. Or it could be specific monster. Who's your favorite specific monster? Okay. So that that's... Again, it's two different uh, questions. The, the, well, those are different, difficult questions. Um, I didn't say they were going to be easy. No, this is a hard test. <laughs> Let's hope you pass. Uh, um, the consequences could be <laughs> I guess I, I really love zombies as a concept, as a group. Um, the, the, the walking, the animate dead mm-hmm. is a terrifying concept. It is. It's scary, but it's also fascinating. And I, I find myself caught between oh my goodness, I need to run for my life from the walking, the, the walking animate trying to eat me and or my brains dead. Uh-huh. Caught between that and how much fun it would be uh, to, to you know, survive a zombie apocalypse. To so, actually go out and just <laughs> take it to them. Yeah, I, I enjoy, um, I guess, uh, fantasizing about what it would be like to live in a zombie apocalypse. 
um, to live through a zombie apocalypse. But I also find those fantasies terrifying. So overall, definitely zombies are my favorite uh, genre okay. of monster. But uh, as far as specific monster, I'm a big fan of the dramatic and the romantic uh, horror. Yes. And therefore, I would have to say Dracula. That He, he is Good the epitome call. of all things dark and romantic, that the treading the line between evil and, and not evil, you know? Um, sure. So. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, Dracula is definitely one of the most iconic specific monsters. For me, the, the genre of monster that I fancy the most... Uh, would also have to be zombies. Okay. But anyone that knows me personally knows that for a while, a few years back, I was the zombie king of Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> I ran a zombie walk called Brains, B-R-A-I-N-Z, which stands for the Belligerent Risen Against the Inhuman Nullification of Zombies. <laughs> um, I ran that zombie walk for about seven years. I think the biggest walk we had was over 85 people, over 85 zombies tromping around uh, Greensboro. It was pretty fantastic. We got into some fun undead hij- hijinks. So zombies are, are just a lot of fun, and they are truly terrifying. I know that they've been kind of a fad lately, and I've, I've heard people been. complain that that it's kind of a, a craze that's going on, the zombie thing that everybody's getting behind, but I've really enjoyed riding the, the zombie wave yeah. It's kind of crested and is now maybe falling off. But I don't know. We've got some cool zombie stuff coming up. There's Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah. The TV show that's coming out this year. I'm super excited about. There's um, there's a new TV show. There's Fear the Walking Dead, which is a spinoff of Walking Dead. It takes okay. place at the same time as the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. About a completely different group of heroes. And how they're dealing with this thing happening right now. Okay. Um, we should definitely watch that. We Absolutely. Also, we also need to catch up on regular Walking Dead. Yeah, we do. Because we're way, way behind. We're like two seasons behind. <laughs> but, um, so the zombies, and then I also have a very personal love for werewolves. Just, they're very carnal, very animalistic. And I, I, I like the idea behind someone being an innocent, unassuming person during the day, but then come full moon time, they are this vicious, man-slaying beast mm-hmm. that doesn't remember anything about it yeah. when they wake up. That's very very interesting to me. I like that They're idea. kind of the, the superheroes of the horror world. Yeah. You know? Yeah, kind of. They, they have this benign alter ego, and then they have this, this truly carnal version of themselves. Yeah, kind of like the the Incredible Hulk Mm -hmm. of horror. Yeah. Which is cool. I like that. As far as specific monster goes, that's more of a difficult call. I mean, I could say, like, Dracula or anything like that. There there are just so many good ones. Freddy Krueger is up there on my list. Mm -hmm. He's just... He's intense. No, well, sure. Um, I don't know, there's a lot. I, I particularly like Nosferatu. 
classic yeah. going way, way back. That, yes, absolutely. Those frotches were good. Alright, we got one more question. We're going to... I want to figure out what got you into the horror thing. How did you get to where you are to be this horror-loving person? Well, I, I I guess there are those who got into the horror culture, and there are those who were just born sick. <laughs> uh, and I would have to be the latter. But, um, <laughs> no, there's, I guess, um, I mean, being born sick aside... There, there's a lot in my life that really got me into it. Um, I always enjoyed the, the family time, the making, the costumes, that sort of thing. Uh, I always really enjoyed scary stories. Yeah. And there was a time where I was actually told to stop telling, uh, scary stories in my after school program because <laughs> I was giving the other children nightmares. Nice. And some of the teachers were having nightmares. So, <laughs> I've always been a sick and twisted person. Um, but at the same time, yeah, there's, I, I, I love everything about it. The, the movies, the, yeah. the candy, the costumes, the family time, the, everything about it. Sure. So, I, I guess it's really not, um, any specific event. Okay. Alright. I also have been into it for most of my life. I mean, my my parents were, well, my mom, mm -hmm. specifically, is pretty conservative and doesn't really like the horror thing all so much. My dad kind of is indifferent, but my grandparents on both sides are very, very, very conservative. <laughs> um, when I was very little, I would go to church with my grandparents, with my mom's parents, who are conservative Southern Baptists. Like, they don't dance. They're so conservative. Well, that's because dancing is a sin. Dancing is a sin. <laughs> but they they would take me to church, and I would sit during the sermon and draw on the little bulletin that they gave you. You walk into the sanctuary, they give you a bulletin that gives you that tells you what songs you're going to sing, that tells you what scripture they're going to speak from. And on the front of these bulletins, every week, there's a picture, a drawing of the church, of the church building itself. And so I would sit there during the sermon, and I would draw on this bulletin. And I would draw ghosts coming out of the steeple. I would draw, like, vampires prancing around in the bushes outside, and ghosts and zombies and these creepy crawly things, bats and worms and bugs. And it freaked my grandmother out. <laughs> she was terrified for my immortal soul. <laughs> she thought that there was something inside me that was evil, and she brought it up to my mom. Which was kind of interesting. But ever since I was way, way little, these kind of images have been going through my head. And as I've gotten older, I've found out that I'm not the only one. That is, <laughs> so, that is true. That's very true, apparently, nowadays. And so I've kind of grown up in this kind of self-nurturing fascination for mm -hmm. scary stuff. I've... And I've fortunately been able to drag my little sister along with me. Uh, my my younger sister is seven years my junior, and I've been able to help raise her as a, a horror fan in her own right. And we'll have her on the show at some point. She'll be a guest host. So that is that concludes our 
introduction interview. Um, I'm, I hope that you guys have learned a bit, a little bit about, about us. If you have some answers of your own, we would love to hear your comments. Next time on All Hallows Always, we are going to discuss the history of Halloween. We're going to talk about where it came from, what it meant to the cultures that it was developed in, and what it means to us today. Um, we're going to get into that pretty in-depth next time. So please join us then. Um, until then, make sure to check us out on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash allhallowsalways. We always welcome questions, suggestions, and comments on the show. You can always email us at allhallowsalways at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at allhallowalways. That's only one hallow. Too many characters for all the hallows. But all hallow always on Twitter. And make sure that you join us and follow us for all of our shenanigans and hijinks at Irrelevant But Awesome. We are at irrelevantbutawesome.blogspot.com. Make sure to check out our sister podcast, too. It's called Classy Ring Attire. If you're into wrestling. And um, that's about it for this week. Until next time, good night. And happy Halloween. All Hallows Always, an irrelevant but awesome production. <laughs>